Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Dr. Ron from Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, here on Blog Talk Radio. We are here each and every Tuesday at 4 p.m., bringing you the latest medical commentary. We will bring you very interesting guests. We can be reached at 347-989-8899 or, of course, on the Internet at blogtalkradio.com. I thank you for making this the number one listen to medical program here in South Florida. And we will get on with the show very shortly. Thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Dr. Ron from Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Thank you so much uh, for your listening. Uh, our listenership, if that is a word, is going up uh, incredible, and we do appreciate uh, your tuning in on Tuesdays. Looking back at the, on the history of this program, we've been on now since 2013. We have over 200 shows that are archived and searchable on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, lots of interesting subjects covered over those, those years, but it seems that we're going to have to revisit some of them based on recent experience of mine this past week. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am a I am board certified and a diplomat in the American Academy of Family Practice. I am a licensed and still have an active medical license. Uh, I've been uh, over 50 years out of medical school. And I'm accompanied each week by Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan, and uh, we bring you over 150 years of medical experience. Dan has joined me uh, as a co-host of probably about a year now, and uh, we really enjoy bringing you this program. So let me start with this. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information heard from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Ladies and gentlemen, because of the commitment I have, uh, this evening, this show today will will, will uh, end at about 45 minutes into the hour. Just want you to know that up front. We uh, had anticipated a full hour or more on statins. This show was titled Statins and Seinfeld, and we came up with that because uh, the Seinfeld series always said they had a show about nothing and it's always all about something. And we feel that, that we bring you the Paul Harvey other side of the story, and it is always about something, ladies and gentlemen. So with that being said, let me introduce our co-host, Dr. Jerry Smith, the illustrious Dr. Smith, author, practitioner, lecturer, uh, Dr. Jerry. How are you, sir? We're doing great. Thank you very much. Did you bring so, any seashells back? Is a lot Research this week on statins and nutrients, and we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Is that true, Jerry? Yes, I did. Okay, we'll get to that. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to start out with something that, that uh, if it could be uh, sold by pharmaceutical companies, it would be. 
And if you want to cut your risk of asthma, strengthen your immune system, protect your bones, slash your risk of many kinds of cancers, and you know there's something you can do every day to accomplish that, something that is non-toxic. Guess what? It's abundantly free. You guess it. I'm talking no, no other than that vitamin D. Let me just tell you about some new research that's being called, quote, the most important scientific study of this century, unquote. And it confirms what you have heard on this program all along. But let me just tell you, uh, uh, to make sure you're getting the full benefits of this sunshine vitamin. And it concerns a practice we've come to think of as beneficial, but isn't always. I'm sure if the big pharmaceutical companies, as I said, could package this, sunlight, they would sell it back to us. But thank goodness they can't. And believe it or not, sunshine is still free and available to anyone who steps outside during the day. And while it's well known how keeping up your levels of vitamin D are closely linked to good health, some new research I want to bring to your attention has just come out that again shows why this vitamin is so important. Researchers from both Brayton University in Nebraska and the University of California, San Diego they conducted a four-year clinical trial of over 2,000 women 55 years and older. During that time, some took 2,000 units, international units of vitamin D3, and 1,500 milligrams of calcium, and some got placebos. But after they crunched all the data, guess what? An amazing 30% lower risk of cancer was apparent in the women who took the vitamin D and calcium. The research team also found that the women in the study who did get cancer during those four years that they studied them had lower levels of vitamin D in their blood than the volunteers who remained healthy. So Joan Lappy, a PhD who led the study, commented that her research adds to the proof that vitamin D is a critical tool in fighting cancer, as well as other diseases. She also explained how without proper levels of vitamin D in your body, Normal cells can convert to malignant ones. Think about that. And another study I was just want to bring to your attention found that taking vitamin D supplements can significantly lower your risk of acute respiratory infection. That's being called a major new reason for taking vitamin D. But if you've listened to the show, you know we've been telling you that for years, and we've been telling you how vitamin D can prevent pneumonia. Now, you would think that achieving high levels of vitamin D would be That would be a given since our bodies can easily convert sunlight into it, but it's not the case. I've told you how vitamin D deficiencies are practically epidemic. Uh, Latest statistics say that it's affecting about 85% of Americans. And why? Well, we spend too much time indoors all year round. And, of course, during the winter months, unless you're in Florida where I am, the sun exposure most of you get is limited at best. But even in summertime, you can get shortchanged. And that brings me to an important thing to remember about getting enough vitamin D. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Sunscreen will block your body's ability to convert sunlight into this life-saving vitamin. That's why on sunny days, you need to expose your skin for around 10 minutes before applying any sunscreen to allow your body to make more of its vitamin D. Of course, there's no reason not to take vitamin D3 supplement. A minimum of 2,000 national units a day is recommended. And they're probably the least expensive vitamins you can find anywhere. And don't forget to add some vitamin D in your diet with fatty fish, 
wild salmon, sardines, and tuna included. So, ladies and gentlemen, in short, there's no reason for you to be deficient in vitamin D and every reason to want to get enough of it. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, my story of vitamin D. And uh, we'll have more to talk about uh, statins and uh, in a minute. But, Dr. Jerry, uh, as you know, I just came off a of vacation, and what was really disturbing is the obesity that I saw on this trip. And not only from over-consuming, but everybody walking around sucking on a plastic bottle. Uh, they just have, no one has any idea of, of the BPA. And, and we've talked about that, right? Yep. And uh, it's an it's a endocrine disruptor, ladies and gentlemen. If you look into a program I think we did about three weeks ago, endocrine disruptors, everybody has got plastic bottles in their mouth. It uh, just doesn't make any sense today why thousands of people are just drinking out of plastic. So well, we'll, they were we'll brought up on this again. Yeah, they were brought Very up that way. They were sucking on baby bottles that probably had BHA in it. <laughs> yep. At their, at their stage. Yeah. Yeah, and now, uh, you know, they, I've, I saw people turning down uh, water out of a faucet, uh, which was ozonated and had reverse osmosis uh, in favor of drinking water out of a plastic bottle. And... Uh, it just goes to show we have to keep doing this program to keep educating people about it. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, another is, uh, issue that came up, and then we'll get talking about that, is uh, colloidal silver. I never knew, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you had so much interest in this product. So people say, what could it be used for? I started making a list. I got up to 33, and I said, well, we could do a whole show on this. You know, you can use it in your hot tubs in place of harsh chemicals like chlorine and bromine. You can use it on your skin for he- healing and speed uh, 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 the reduction of pain. Use it to control our odors in uh, your trash cans. You can use it to control pet odors. It, it works remar- uh, re- remarkably well in eradicating stubborn pet odors. It can be used to disinfect kitchen sponges, kitchen rags, and towels. Uh, we, in our home, even spray it on eggs that we just buy from the farmer, and it, it preserves them. Uh, it can be used on acne. It can actually make your milk and juices last longer if you put a teaspoon or so in each quart. And if you have sticky feet, athlete's feet, and toenail fungus, you can use colloidal silver. Uh, or you can use uh, the blue toe remedy that we talked about. Uh, I never, I never used it, but I think Dr. Joey did. And guess what? Anti-dandruff remedy. This is incredible. You use it in your laundry. You can use it as a mouthwash. Okay, there's no harmful fragrances or alcohol. Uh, Dr. Joey uses it in his office. We use it in our home to keep our teeth and gums infection-free. Uh, ear infections. It's a great bug bite remedy. I keep some in my golf bag when I'm on a golf course and in case I get the fire ant, take the, take the sting out immediately. Well, uh, Dr. Ron, what's, yeah. what's interesting, the colloidal silver is one of the best ways to deal with antibiotic-resistant superbugs. 
pal. So what, what do you mean by that? In other words, the bugs have become resistant to antibiotics and, they, and the antibiotics won't work anymore. When you hit them with yep. colloidal silver, it kills them. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. You're absolutely right. Uh, there's 28 patents pending uh, that the pharmaceutical companies are putting silver on these antibiotics for the same for just that reason, uh, because these bacteria are developing a biofilm, and the colloidal silver gets through it. And I think that's what you mean, right, Jerry? Yep. And plus, they they have no defense against the uh, silver. Right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can use it in your house plants. And like Jack and Jerry said, if you go into a doctor's office and his plants are dying in his waiting room, you better leave. <laughs> and you quickly. Use it in a fruit and... <laughs> I, know, I won't forget that, Jerry. <laughs> you can use uh, uh, it on your fruits and vegetables as a rinse, okay, rather than using some of the commercially commercial products. You can put some in your shampoo, all right? Every time you Soak your, your shampoo, dentures in it. Soak your dentures in it. Soak your dentures there in you it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're using it even in the in the CPAPs now, the places they can't get, you know, they can't they can't uh, uh, disinfect. You can spray spray your colloidal silver. I mean, it can go on and on and on. And nebulizers, a sinus spray, uh, it even works on your rear end in hemorrhoids. But ladies and gentlemen, when people ask me. What can it be used on? I say, I don't know any, any place you cannot use it. Uh, and as uh, our guests have said, there, there's been zero cases of death from colloidal silver ever reported. Zero. Uh, it's better than that. So, Jerry, I just, uh, sorry to ram on there, but uh, uh, just uh, some of the questions we had during the week, and uh, we, we're going to have to get, get back and touch on colloidal silver touch on the BPA, BPS, and all the endocrine disruptors again, because apparently we're getting the word out, but we have to do an even better job. And I just I just saw an article this week on uh, statin drugs. The young, young, the young uh, I'm going to call them snowflakes, because that's what they are now, the American Academy of Family Practice. They say, oh, gee, you realize this? Statins can cause diabetes. I mean, uh, Incredible. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered on Center with Dr. Jerry Smith. Uh, Dr. Jerry Smith has written a book, ladies and gentlemen. He'll tell you about that, Advances in Chronic Pain Treatment. He has a website, ICNR.com. Dr. Jerry, we, we haven't talked about your book in a while. Why before we get on to statins, why don't you put in a, a word about your book? Well, uh, it was interesting. One of my friends who's uh, in the process of opening up a natural health clinic down in Mexico uh, said he, he read my book and he said, wow, he said, I never realized so many medical issues, you know, focused back into the mouth. And, you know, it, it is amazing. People don't realize, you know, chronic back pain, neck pain, uh, you know, we've had patients through the years. Uh, one fellow, 20 years low back pain, and his dentures were worn down. And when I built up his dentures, increasing the vertical height by relining the dentures, in three days, his, his lower back pain of 20 years was reduced 90%. And we Jeez. documented with infrared cameras, taking pictures of the area of pain. And within five minutes of raising the height of the dentures, 
the temperature dropped like 15, 16 degrees. And and the pain dramatically reduced 90%. It was almost like flipping a switch. And he had 10 years of right thigh pain, which disappeared at the first visit when I adjusted his cranium and relined the denture to give him more height. See, what, what dentists don't understand is that when you increase the vertical height of the dentures, you're decompressing the spine. So anyone who's out there that has bulged discs, herniated discs, chronic pain, I mean, we've had people that were scheduled for surgery, and 10 days after we built up their bite, the pain disappeared because you're taking wow. the pressure off the off the degenerative disc and the nerves. Wow. That, 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 that's major. It is major, and it's relatively simple. It's non-invasive. You know, uh, we see, I, I see the patients that fall through the cracks. I mean, it just it breaks my heart, you know, that they go to these dentists, and they're well-meaning. They're not malicious, but they just don't have the latest technology and, and integrated it with osteopathic and chiropractic. You know, we just had a woman in two days ago. You know, going to a dentist with TMJ, I, I say TMJ stands for too much junk, but uh, you have joint pains, and so he's grinding the patient's teeth down. It's a process called equilibration. And all I can say, people, whoever's out there, if you're going to your dentist and he advocates this type of uh, therapy, you better question the validity of what the heck he's doing because when you start taking off tooth structure, you adversely affect the balance of the 28 bones of the human skull. And they don't know that. It's not in their vocabulary. So this poor lady's been in pain for months, and all I did, I bonded two little pads, the thickness of a sheet of typing paper, on the lower right and lower left second molars, and the pain disappeared. I gave her a minuscule amount of support on the back teeth to decompress the joint, the TM joint. And the result was? Pain disappeared. Go on. Yep, because right. when you lose uh, vertical height, especially if a dentist is grinding your teeth down or he puts in a filling that covers the biting surfaces of your teeth, and it's not adequately built up, you lose support, not only for the muscles, but for the whole cranial mechanism. And and they'll never figure it out uh, because they don't have a background in uh, osteopathic concepts or cranial concepts. And one last one I'll just share with you. Uh, when I was lecturing a month ago, uh, this woman came up to me in tears. She said, I've been in pain for 24 years. Been to all the top specialists. She had surgery of her mastoid to remove a cholesteoma. It's a benign tumor. Anyway, I evaluated her, and I said, you got to come to the office. So four days later, she comes as a patient, and it took me a little over an hour, and I adjusted her cranium. Ron, she walked out 100% pain-free after 24 years. And and you can go on my website. It's case number seven. I think it's 79. No, uh, it, it's one of them. I have 86 cases up there, and you'll see it's towards the end. This poor woman, she had tears in her eyes, and she gave me a video testimonial. It's on the website. So, you know, it's not my interpretation. It's the patient's, and nobody could help her. And here it was. When they did the surgery, they distorted the alignment of the cranial bones, and they don't know. Well. You're not going to make many uh, uh, friends with the physicists, physiatrists, physical therapists, people. 
Well, they could learn this technology. I'm willing to teach them. It's no big deal. Uh, in fact, it, it would enhance whatever they're doing. You know, most of them are baking and faking anyway. They're uh, yeah. using infrared, using hot packs, cold packs. You know, the key is you have to define what the problem is. And very little attention I, has, has focused in on the bite of the of the patient's mouth. I've been collecting statistics and, and uh, articles on epidurals. And when when I'm ready to collate it and bring it to your attention, Jerry and, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, you're going to uh, wish you knew somebody like Dr. Jerry Smith. Uh, it, 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 it is a crime. What's going on? Uh, I've been collecting articles on epidurals, uh, the knee surgery scam that's going on, especially in Florida. Uh, you just can't believe the number of people getting knee replacement surgery. Jerry, it's a $10.2 billion industry. $10.2 oh. billion, just in knees. Uh, so we're going to we're and, and thank God. That. So, so it should be a twenty billion dollar industry because it got two knees now, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, they're going to get to the second one. It's, it's, right. It's, it's an ongoing business. Yeah. An ongoing business. When we get to uh, vaccine vaccinations, and then at the MRI scans, the uh, functional ones have been shown to have a computer glitch, and they've been misread for years. How would you like to have that done to you? And the gadolinium that's being used in these MRIs, the contrast, has all kinds of side effects you just won't believe. Again, I'm gathering the information on it now. We'll, we'll bring it to your attention uh, probably within the next month. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Dr. Jerry Smith, Dr. Ron, here on Blog Talk Radio. We're here every Tuesday. As I said, we have over 200 shows that are archived right now. Uh, we miss very few Tuesdays, and we're here uh, almost every one. The ones we are not here, we run a, a show that we think that, that you'd be interested in uh, listening to. Um, so let, let's get on a little bit about statins. Uh, I mean, there's just hardly anybody that should be on these drugs, and, and yet uh, the young kids are still prescribing them. They, they really don't know how to look at the statistics. They're just reading abstracts. I'm going to read you an abstract to start this off. A journal called Atherosclerosis. This is in 2012. Conclusion, statin use is associated with an increased prevalence and extent of coronary plaques possessing calcium. Listen to me. Coronary calcium is a risk factor, ladies and gentlemen. Statin use is associated with an increased prevalence and extent of coronary plaques possessing calcium. And we're still giving statins for prevention and treatment. They've been associated with everything from cataracts, diabetes, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and the list goes on. Okay. So I, I would venture to guess that... Uh, no, no uh, change is going to be uh, had soon. Uh, but I will tell you, once I find my place here, that uh, there is a $14,000 cholesterol question, and that's this, the new drug out that costs $14,000 a year. That makes an absolute difference of 1.5%. 
in people that already have heart problems. $14,000 per year. And wait to get this. I'm just going to read this, Jerry, then I'm going to turn it over to you. Quote, consistent with recent trials of more intensive LDL lowering, there was no observed effect on cardiovascular mortality. Right? That's from the company's own news release. So be careful. Uh, ask questions. Get educated. And if you're on a statin drug uh, and uh, for, for maybe it's anti-inflammatory effect for a short period of time, uh, Dr. Jerry has uh, some interesting observations about uh, nutrients that you should be careful about. So I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Jerry Smith. Well, yeah, just you have to understand the whole scam of uh, cholesterol anyway. Um, they've specifically lowered the uh, level can force you, to, you know, scare the, scare you the pants off you to take the statin drug. Normally, it should be 200 to 250. When you start getting down below 200, you're at risk for a massive heart attack. In fact, I think Harvard did a study and they showed most people who die of um, massive heart attacks have low to normal cholesterol. So it's not cholesterol that's the bugaboo. There's many other factors, but they artificially lower the level so they can, you know, do a blood test and then force you into taking a medication. And there's more natural ways of lowering it. Plus the fact that we've spoken in previous, um, you know, interviews, if you have a low thyroid function, your cholesterol is going to be high. So taking a statin drug to force the cholesterol down when, when in fact the root cause is a thyroid, you know, it's like banging your head against a wall. You, it may feel great when you stop, but it's not solving any problems. So, the thing you really have to be careful of if you are on the statin drugs, um, drinking fresh grapefruit juice, especially if you're in Florida, you're going to have plenty of supply of that and pomegranate juice. It will raise the level of the statins. So you're going to have to be extra careful because it could really damage you just by taking simple grapefruit juice or pomegranate juice. So those of you that are on, on statins, you know, Discuss it with your doctor. He, he may not know, but bring it to his attention so he can at least maybe help another patient in the same situation. Um, your statin drugs like Lipitor or Zocor or Crestor, they block the antioxidant effects of vitamin E. Now, vitamin E is found in multivitamins. Green peas has vitamin E. And vitamin E interferes with the health benefits of the statin. It breaks it down. So, again, you know, most people take multivitamins, you know. And um, if it has vitamin E in it, it could uh, reduce the effectiveness of the statins. Uh, the other biggie is that coenzyme Q10, statin drugs deplete CoQ10. Every cell in your body, especially the heart, needs coenzyme Q10, especially diabetics or people with heart disease. Those, those on low-fat diets, which to me is an abomination, it's, that's another big scam, the low-fat diet. They're not getting enough CoQ10. And that helps the heart muscle. So, again, taking statin depletes it, and you're going to have more congestive heart failure issues. Uh, that's where it stems from. And high doses of vitamin E, we're talking like more than 100 international units a day, should not be mixed with statins. It just uh, hampers its function. Um, you know, simple little things like that, because everyone takes general multiples. Uh, sometimes people have a depression issue, uh, postpartum depression, or just stress of everyday living, 
St. John's wort, which is an herb, okay, can reduce statin blood levels, impairing the effectiveness of the actual drug. The only exception is that the Prevacol, uh, which is not affected by St. John's wort. Uh, people drink carrot juice, beta-carotene, will interfere with the benefits of statin. So again, you know, carrots, drinking ca- carrot juice, um, will adversely affect the benefit of the drug. Red yeast rice, it actually has an active ingredient in it that's natural, and it works like the drug Levastin. Red yeast rice has the same potential toxicity as statin drugs, so it can cause muscle damage, depletion of CoQ10, and affect even you know diabetes, your blood sugar, and muscle pain. So vitamin E supplements pleat your body of CoQ10. So again, there's so many interactions, and most of these doctors don't have a clue which end is up when it comes to uh, vitamins. You know, they they think uh, you know, store brand synthetic vitamins work the same as natural food-based vitamins, which is a hundred percent incorrect. Now, the bottom line is there are certain vitamins that actually will help the statin drugs. Uh, one of this is the phytosterols. They're extracted from vegetable oils. And phytosterols, they're similar in structure to cholesterol and interfere with the cholesterol absorption from the food. Um, so at a dose of about 2,000 milligrams a day taken with meals, the phytosterol can enhance the cholesterol-lowering effect of statins. But in reality, as Dr. Ron and myself keep advocating, you really shouldn't be on the darn statin drugs to begin with. Uh, Berberine, yeah, berberine, which is a component of several herbs, one of which is golden seal, which is a very common herb to boost your immune system. Uh, So a a dose of about 800 milligrams a day can increase the removal of cholesterol from your blood, enhancing the effect of the statins. Uh, Also, the berberine may reduce your blood sugar in people with type 2 diabetes. You know, even cinnamon, simple uh, herb, will lower your blood sugar and help, uh, you know, keep it stable. The fish oils, omega-3 fats in the fish oils will reduce your blood levels of triglycerides, which is a major type of fat in your body. So your high triglyceride levels work together with high cholesterol levels to damage your blood vessels. But again, if you have an underactive thyroid, you're going to have systemic inflammation, which is going to cause plaque deposits to repair the damaged blood vessels. So again, you have to be cognizant of the supplements that you're taking and the drugs that you're on. In fact, you know, when we had the, the compounding pharmacist, uh, your friend uh, in the Naples Joe area. Joe Catalano. Joe Catalano, right. The bottom line is here's an advocate that you can rely on that's looking out for your best interest and can spend five minutes with you uh, as opposed to trying to, you know, force your doctor to give you an answer. And he's not going to have the, the uh, chemical background like uh, Joe will have as a compounding pharmacist to, to assess what you're taking is good or bad. So, you know, we got to start getting back to basics. The old, you know, family pharmacist, this guy knew more than the doctors. Yeah. Uh, At least all your prescriptions were in one place. Exactly. And and just mixing, you know, multiple drugs, polypharmacy, can kill you. I mean, uh, it's just people have no clue what the heck they're getting involved in. You know, you're going to a neurologist, a a rheumatologist, an internist, an alternist, the bottom line is they're all giving you separate drugs, but no one's coordinating the interactions. So, um, 
anyway, high doses of niacin can raise your blood levels of good cholesterol, the HDLs, uh, which, again, supposedly prevent cholesterol. But, again, I want to keep driving home the fact that cholesterol is not the boogeyman. It's not the disease. It's a reaction to the body. Um, and lastly, like arginine, which is an amino acid, but it only works when you're taking the statin drug. But by itself, it, it won't lower your triglycerides. But the bottom line, Dr. Ron will uh, verify this, a good exercise program, and you don't have to run you know, 10 miles. A simple walking, good exercise will help lower your triglycerides. And, you know, get back to the simple uh, lifestyle. You know, instead of uh, driving your car to go down to get the corner newspaper, you know, take a walk down there. It's not going to hurt you. Anyway, that yeah. was my little contribution. And one last well, I thing I wanted, to, I wanted to impress upon the listeners to the highest level. Be careful of the vitamin D that you are taking. Unfortunately, a high percentage are made from irradiated lanolin, which is phytosterol, which is dangerous, dangerous. So you want to make sure that it's a bioactive vitamin D. And, of course, the best is exposing your skin to the sun. But I'm telling you, be careful because it's a poison if it's radiated lanolin. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Well, you should, because it's a good story. And uh, I am just going to put my two cents in, because I agree with Dr. Jerry Smith. Cause of uh, cholesterol deposits is not cholesterol. It's inflammation. And uh, cholesterol is just doing its job. It sees an area of of an artery that's inflamed, and it tries to heal it. But he's, you know, since he's the last guy to the party, he gets blamed. So be very careful. Chronic inflammation is, or inflammation is probably the basis of most chronic diseases, ladies and gentlemen. And the statin drugs, as Dr. Jerry said, it, it, and deplete your coenzyme Q10, that's needed for healthy mitochondria. We don't talk about mitochondria, but they're the engines of our body. Uh, and this can interrupt this ATP production, which can lead to all kinds of cellular problems. You can't survive very long with adequate, without adequate ATP production, ladies and gentlemen. And there's something else that statins do that I'm, I just became aware of. They deplete a special protein called heme A. What does heme A do? That totes the oxygen and iron to your heart. So, wow, isn't that incredible? And how about K2? You know, I found out, too, that this statins inhibit the biosynthesis of K2. And you know where K2 comes? It comes from your healthy gut flora. All right. So you really, once you're on these drugs, uh, if if you can't get off them for one reason or another, there should be no reason why you cannot get off them unless they're being used as an anti-inflammatory for a stent for, for a period of time. You have to be aware of all this. And I want to throw in one other uh, uh, mineral, selenium, uh, because uh, statin drugs do interfere with selenium, uh, which is a heart-healthy nutrient. So uh, don't uh, get mugged. Don't let these nutrients mug your drug. Get your meat off the seat, walk around, and uh, you'll be a lot healthier for it. And don't go... uh, Treating a lab vat, like Dr. Jerry says, they, they've lowered the values. In Europe, the, a normal cholesterol is 250. 
Why is it 200 here? Do you think uh, it could be to sell drugs? I guess I'd be paranoid if I said that. So just just be aware. Uh, listen to this show. We'll keep bringing you this type of information. And, uh, and do some research. Everybody can look it up. You can you can you can uh, use any search engine you can. And cholesterol is not inherently bad, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Dr. Jerry uh, talked about the, the cholesterol. Yeah, basically, you know, you have sixty different hormones produced by your adrenal cortex. Every exactly. one of them needs cholesterol. Yep. To form the hormone. So if you have an emergency situation. You know, you got congestive heart failure, you got pneumonia, or any other dysfunction. Your body has to produce the hormones to meet the acute situation. And if you're artificially suppressing it with a statin drug, how the heck can your body repair? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And and without cholesterol, you're not going to have good. You're not going to have bile acid. So without sufficient amount of cholesterol, you're not going to digest your 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 food and get the effect that you want from it, even if you're eating naturally. So. Yeah, it is a myth that uh, high, co- high cholesterol is causing all these diseases. Uh, and we we talked about Ansel Keys and his flawed research. That's what Dr. Jerry was saying about when we were told to avoid saturated fats, when they were demonized in the 50s. That research that has uh, been consistently debunked. I mean, it's debunked. It was false research. Uh, and everyone's cholesterol shouldn't be the same. I think, you know, we're individually, chemically different. And uh, there's no rule that says everyone's cholesterol should be less than 200 or that your LDL should be less than 100. Uh, so it, that, that's just a rule that the drug companies made up and, and fostered on the medical profession. Remember how they told us that margarine was better for us than butter? Hello? Uh that came from the pharmaceutical companies. So, uh, Jerry, I think that it was worthwhile having this discussion. Yeah. Uh, because we talked about statins and, and, and the diseases that it's associated with. And I would be I would be scared as could be about getting dementia uh, from taking a statin drug. About 70, what's, what's the brain, about 75% cholesterol? Yep, you need it. Needs it. Cholesterol, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I, that, that would really scare the heck out of me. Well, the big question is, do you have the the fortitude to question your physician? I mean, people go there and they bow down as if they're the, the gods of the universe, when in fact, you know, you, you have to question their uh, background in substantiating what the heck they're doing. You just don't subject your body to these procedures uh, without doing a little research. You know, the Internet is a fantastic reference point. At least you can ask some intelligent questions, uh, you know, or are there alternatives to the statin drugs? Uh, you know, and if you don't know them, do you, I'm going to take a little hiatus from your treatment and research it. Right. And, and see what your numbers are with having some exercise and some natural supplements, and, again, and then get your blood tested. Uh, and, and just like no one blood pressure reading should label you as a hypertensive, no one blood study should, rate, should label you as, having, as being someone that has high cholesterol. 
You should have a couple of them at different times and always be fasting at least 12 hours to be consistent. So uh, that's our story today. Fat and drugs. Uh, it's the sacred cow of medicine, as we call it, uh, based on a, uh, an inverted pyramidal proliferation of theoretical assumptions, which means it was it, all the all the all this fat and uh, literature is built on a pyramid that's in on top of a triangle that's on its point. So it could, it could just get ready. It's it's starting to fall now. It's starting to fall. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry today, but uh, there's some things that have to be done that I cannot stay the full hour. Uh, I hope you, you got some information today that you could use and at least to think about. Uh, maybe visit Dr. Jerry's uh, website at icnr.com. Drop us a line if you uh, have any comments at docronradio at gmail.com. Or visit our Facebook page where you'll see, also see posts uh, from Dr. Smith and uh, uh, Mr. Catalano from the, our pharmacist. Uh, that's Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored on Facebook. Like us, follow us. We put posts up almost every day. And uh, Dr. Jerry, what do you think? What do you, pick a topic yeah. for next week. Well, uh, I like the vaccinations. Um, I think people have uh, literally been snowed about vaccines and um given false information and disinformation. Uh, and and it's very detrimental, not only to the young children, but to the elderly. Uh, you know, they're giving them toxic adjuvants, such as formaldehyde and polysorbital 80 and polysorbital 20 and formaldehyde and peanut oil and, and chicken brains. I'm telling you, it, it sounds like a witch's brew. But this is what the heck they're injecting into people. <coughs> Excuse me. So the, the key How about that reverse, the reverse transcriptase, which which can reversely engineer an animal DNA encoded in your body in vaccines. Is that crazy? And it cannot be reversed. Sorry, Jerry, you were coughing. That's okay. No, but yeah. In fact, there are even these uh, Frankensteinian uh, uh, scientists are talking about putting vaccines in genetically into the food that they can do it in the corn. So you don't even have to be compliant. You, you just eat the corn, and you're going to get all these vaccines. And you know, it just it's going to open up your eyes when you, when you hear the truth about the vaccines that the CDC in their own historical documentation shows that every major disease process was on its way out when the so-called uh, docs came with the cure with the vaccine. So it's a scam. Yeah. It's naturally running its cycle. Well, so that'll be our, our that's the, the, the uh, topic for next week will be, uh, Vaccines, and we'll talk about uh, the research. Not, not what's that? But give you the or lack thereof. Slowdown, right? And what's in there? Yep. We'll talk. I have a lot of research from Duke University. Flu shot. Speaking about flu, Jerry, I just want to take one second to get your opinion. Sure. There's there's people in, in that I uh, have re- re- met recently that say, "Oh, I, uh, I got the flu. I've been taking Tamiflu." 
You know, I just want to mention that Tamiflu, by their own studies, decreases flu symptoms by 16 hours. Very expensive drug could cause nausea, headaches, and other 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 illnesses. Why, ladies and gentlemen, would you subject your body to the side effects of a dangerous drug for something at at worst is going to be self-limiting? At best, with herbs, colloidal silver, homeopathic remedies like oxalocosetum, could be cleared up a lot quicker and a lot, if not quicker, a lot safer than using the drug. So these yeah, are I mean, the things, ladies and gentlemen, that make yeah, me want to put duct tape on my head. Yeah, yeah, the bottom line is instead of thinking, you know, treat the symptom, treat the cause, which is a weak immune system. So calcium lactate, for example, and, and the desiccated thymus tissue and vitamin C and vitamin A. Uh, you know, vitamin C, I just got a new brand in. It'll knock your socks off, Ron. It's 500 milligrams of pure gooseberry, which has the highest concentration of natural food form vitamin C on the market. And I just started taking it myself. Uh, and it's a wow. It, you know, natural vitamin C is antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal, anti-inflammatory, and it helps heal uh, the blood vessels, towards your adrenals. So that alone would be so much cheaper and more effective than Tamiflu. Absolutely. Well, we, these are, this is what we'll talk about, ladies and gentlemen, in the coming weeks. Uh, natural remedies, vaccinations next week. Uh, I have had success recommending high doses of uh, natural vitamin C to patients with back pain because it does help with collagen. High dose of vitamin C and lots of water. But these are subjects we can talk about uh, in the next coming week. But next week, ladies and gentlemen, we will talk about vaccinations. There's a lot of information that uh, we hope that you can absorb, and uh, if you can't absorb it while we're talking about it, uh, you can go back to Block Talk Radio and listen to the archive for, uh, uh, audio portion of the show. But, uh, Dr. Jerry, I'm, I'm sorry to have to do this to you, but I have That's to okay. be going. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being very loyal to this show. We have a lot more listeners than I ever thought we would have. Uh, and I want to uh, thank everyone uh, that was on this Celebrity Reflection uh, that had an interest in our program. I hope you're all listening. Uh, give you all a shout-out. And a shout-out for uh, for uh, my good friend Frank's wife, who uh, just got off a ventilator in the hospital and uh, is surviving a strep pneumonia, uh, probably because of a decreased immunity. But uh, I want to thank everyone that... Uh, Praise for Frank's wife. She's doing uh, much better, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Well, I just want to give you my last parting words here. Life is a beautiful struggle. (laughs) And then you die. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's what my father would add. Right. (laughs) It's a beautiful struggle, and then you die. Die, right. He says it in Italian. It sounds funnier. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Thank you, Jerry. Thank you so much. Take care. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Uh, We'll see you on the radio next week. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on LockedTalkRadio.com. 
see you next week. Ciao.